Hello, hello, everybody. My name is Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. This is all about empowerment, motivation, inspiration, confidence. My goal is to be able to see you shine and be totally confident in who you are and loving yourself in every aspect of who you are. Because yes, of course, there's some things about us that we don't like and there's some habits that we have that don't serve us. But that doesn't mean we have to hate ourselves or beat ourselves up or those unspoken words. Um, Let those things sabotage the things that we really wanna have and do and create in our life. So today, I'm gonna be talking about some of my confessions as a people-pleasing perfectionist. (laughs) Any other people-pleasing perfectionists out there? So this is the thing, guys. When it comes to being a people-pleaser, it means that we want people to like us. I'm ENFP personality style with Myers-Briggs. And so very outgoing, very, I'm, to be honest, I'm totally okay being the center of attention. Like I wanna be the next female Tony Robbins. So keeping that in mind, it's really easy to procrastinate when we're worried that it's not going to be perfect. Because remember, if you're a people pleaser, you want everyone to like it and you want to be able to have that validation that everyone likes what it is that you're putting out or whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is that you're saying. You're looking for that validation from other people. And this is a very unconscious level. It's not like you wake up being like, who can I get validation from today? No, of course not. I'm talking about the people who love serving, who love supporting each other. How if someone says they need something, you're probably the first one to say, I want to help you. Sure, I could do it. Yeah, let's let's do this together because you want to help other people around you. And that normally is a correlation with people pleasing and being super helpful and serving and having that being a very supportive person. You know, and remember, there's nothing wrong with any of this. This is just understanding our inner wiring. And so there, I want to cover something about alignment. Maybe some of you have heard about the word alignment and what that really means for you in your life. So what alignment means is when the actions that you are doing are aligned with your morals, beliefs, and values. So for example, if you believe um, and have a value of, of having a healthy life, but you're constantly doing things in your life that are taking and stealing away your health, then you're going to feel out of alignment because you're going to feel like really, um, pulled in different directions because you aren't happy with the actions that you're doing. You know, the actions that you're doing are not serving you and serving your greater purpose and serving your, your, your best self and your best life. So you're going to feel like crap. And I've been there. Like there's not a single person in the world who hasn't been there. And so what that is about is bringing together, you know, you have your values, your morals, and your beliefs, and you have your actions and bringing them together so they are aligned. So they are together. So you feel like, so you feel proud. That's really what it's about. So you feel proud. Because when we're procrastinating over and over and over again and putting things off because we're so worried that it's not going to be great or all of a sudden we convince, okay, we're master manipulators when it comes to our own unspoken word within our minds. When we convince ourselves we don't actually want it. When a couple days prior, that's all we wanted. But once it came down to the nitty gritty of starting that project and getting, getting it started and getting it going, getting the ball rolling, it's terrifying to get messy. And what I mean by that is it's terrifying to start something you've never done before because you want everything to be perfect. Um, I was listening to this girl and she said, uh, I'm not a perfectionist. I never do anything perfect. That is a perfectionist. And, and, I, and I have really had to put a lot of um, 
practice for myself into getting messy and knowing that in order for me to be great, I have to be good first. And then I could be better and better and better. But I have to start somewhere because if I don't start anywhere and I don't give the possibility of getting messy, I'm just going to be pissed at myself because I, I haven't really created anything. And when it comes down to procrastination, it's small acts of bravery. And it's like literally micro levels of in the moment deciding to do it. And something that has been extremely helpful for me that I know will help you is the five second rule. The five second rule was created by Mel Robbins on accident because she was so depressed she couldn't get out of bed. Okay. And she kept snoozing her alarm and her snoozing habit like was messing up her family. Her kids were like getting late. You know, everyone was, everything was stressed out. All these different things kept happening over and over again. And so when you find yourself at the crossroads and you know exactly what I'm talking about, once I explain this, you're going to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. When you have come to the point where you're like, okay, now is the time I'm supposed to be doing that thing I said I was going to do. And you have that option. And then you look over, you see the couch and you see your cell phone sitting right there. And then you look at the other side and you see that task that you said you were wanting to do or you wanted to start or you wanted to call or you need to get the ball rolling on. That's the moment where you go five, four, three, two, one, and just start. Physically move your body. You have to, you have to start from five going down to one and then physically move your body to get started because it, it doesn't matter if you don't get it done. It matters that you got started and you didn't procrastinate and put it off. There is some forms of procrastination that's healthy procrastination or creative procrastination. But for the most part, procrastination is us avoiding things because it's scary. Or it's a, it's a form of stress relief. Because if we procrastinate, we don't have to experience the stress of doing it and not doing it perfect. See what I'm saying? So it's like this release. There's there's always, always, always going to be a payoff for our actions. And so anything that we're doing in our life, there's some form of payoff, whether that be comfort, whether that be, you know, avoiding getting rejected, whether that be um, pleasing everyone, because if you're pleasing everyone, you're feeling, I don't know, fulfilled. You know, if you're getting a lot of uh, response from people that they like what you're doing or or whatever. Um, and something else that really came up for me the first time I was asked to do a 90 day goal set of goals. So I had, I had coaches for the very first time, um, last year, last March. So March, 2017 was the first time that I had a coach that was like, Hey, we're going to create a 90 day plan for you and your life and what you want that to look like in three months from now. And guys, I procrastinated and put this off for so long because I was so scared to make a commitment that, and I was like, well, what if I change my mind? Oh my gosh. And they're going to hold me to this. And then what if I have to keep doing, I was creating all these stories, these what ifs, what if, what if, what if, what if I was just so scared to commit because in the past commitment and follow through was hard for me because I would, I would convince myself, remember we're, we're mad. We can convince ourselves of our bullshit all the time. I would convince myself that, well, I don't really want to do that anymore. I actually want to do this now. So I'm just going to pretend like that project doesn't exist. But guys, there's so much confidence that is built when we complete a task through and through, because if we say we're going to do something, we have to do it. Not that we have to, we get to do it. Seriously, because when we decide, hey, this is something that's going down, this is something that I want to do, 
that just became a promise that we made to ourselves. And if you guys have listened to the confidence formula episode, you know that the formula for building your confidence is following through on the commitments you make to yourself. Even if you are scared, poopless, <laughs> I don't know why I didn't want to say shitless. If you're scared, if you're scared shitless because you know, oh my gosh, what if this isn't very good? What if I publish this or post this and no one likes this? It could even come down to posting that one picture of you where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm pretty sure I look fabulous, but what if no one likes it and then it's just a flop? You got to post those pictures for yourself, not for other people. Or if you're trying to serve someone and help someone and, and be a, a positive beacon for something, whether it be like women empowerment or self-love or business, whatever it might be. Don't worry about the responses you get. Worry about how much you want to give to help them. How are you going to be empowering them? How are you going to be showing your vulnerability and your strength through that? Um, and so if you find yourself getting really stressed out because of making a commitment towards something that is for yourself, ask yourself why, you know, for me, I didn't really know. The only reason I knew why was, well, if I change my mind, I don't want someone to be holding me to my word when I don't want it. And so it's okay. This is the thing. I made my 90 day goals and things did change a little bit and that's okay. Things evolve. You are evolving every single day. Everyone around you is evolving every single day. And so it is not bad for you to change the direction that you're going, but it is going to hinder you and hurt you if you are changing your mind because you are scared that it's not going to be good enough, that you're scared it's not going to be perfect. If you're scared, people are going to reject you. If you're scared that all these different fears that come up whenever we're creating something, whew, they come up, but that's the thing. You count five, four, three, two, one, and you just keep going and you do it anyways because you're going to be so freaking satisfied and happy and totally filled with joy when you complete something that you started. You have to complete what you started. Even if that changes and evolves, whatever, but don't just give up and walk away and pretend like nothing ever happened and you're like, oh, well, what? I don't know. I didn't. Oh, oh, you remembered that? I remember I used to be so scared to tell other people about my plans too because I didn't want them to bring them up later just in case I didn't follow through on them. Like, yeah, that bad. That level of procrastination. Um, and it's not so much that bad, but that, I, I was doing so many things unconsciously. I was sabotaging myself all the time unconsciously. I would, I would talk and have all these people that were totally enrolled and on board with these ideas that I had um, but then like I would do things like, okay, yeah, let's do it next week. But I wouldn't get specific as to what time, what day and where, you know, these are the things that when you're a, a people pleaser and you're a perfectionist and, and, and especially when you are a creative, when you like to create and you're an artist, sometimes you get so excited and it's that enthusiasm for the project or the excitement for what you're doing that pushes you forward to start. But then when the excitement kind of fades, you have to have something that's going to keep you going. And so the five, four, three, two, one rule really does help. And also too, setting those commitments so you can't talk yourself out of it. Because if you say, oh, well, yeah, I'll get it done soon. No, you have to get specific because when you're specific with yourself, you're going to follow through because you have these, a lot of the times too, having other people involved to help keep you accountable. For example, if you say that you're going to do something, um, set a specific time and date and maybe tell someone you know that you're going to do it. Or if there's other people involved, have it be a meeting and actually set a meeting like email invitation or something or 
something where you know like it's set in stone and other people are going to be relying on you um something for me is i if i had someone else relying on me it was a lot easier to follow through because it wasn't just me and me but those moments where it's just you and you those are going to be the monumental moments where you transcend into a new level of confidence because you are following through with the promises you make to yourself why would we follow through on all the promises we make to other people but not to ourselves? you know i don't really know for me, I think that it was like this motherly nurturing side where I would nurture everyone else before I would nurture myself. I would give, 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 give. I wanted to be the master supporter. I wanted to have ev- everyone to be f- having fun, everyone to be positive, but I was filling up everyone else's cup except my own. I would never put myself first because I always felt guilty. I felt like I was being selfish. And guys, there's nothing selfish about putting yourself first so you can be there for everyone else. I mean, I even had some friends that felt like, oh, you're just so consumed in what you're doing. You're selfish and this. And I had to take that as feedback because remember, every single thing you get back from other people or words or family or friends, it's feedback. And you get to decide if that feedback is positive, negative, or neutral. And if it's something that really hurts and really like hits hard, then maybe it means that they have some, uh, they have some, excuse me, that they have a valid point. (laughs) Maybe it means they have some type of valid point to what they're saying. Because at at that point, when my friends told me that, I was like, wow, okay, I I haven't been there for the people that are really close to me. I've been trying to reach all these people online or trying to reach all these people that I want to help. But I was ignoring the people directly in front of me that wanted my love and help and support and inspiration. So not all feedback is going to be like, oh, screw them. I can't believe they said that because as a perfectionist, it's really easy to get super defensive. If anyone says anything critical about what you're doing, there has to be a higher purpose as to why you are staying committed to your project, to, um, something you said you're going to do. And so when the excitement fades, you know, cause I'm such a feely feeler, emotional person that I need everything to feel good for me to continue doing it. And sometimes that's us rewiring and changing the words that we're using about something. For example, if you're saying, I don't want this to happen. I don't want this person to think this. I don't want what you're doing is you are creating more of those things you don't want because the brain doesn't hear the don't or the no or the didn't like it only hears what's after that like for example don't think of the Eiffel Tower it's impossible not to think of the Eiffel Tower because our subconscious brain needs to bring up that picture in order to recall the thing you're telling us not to think of so keep that in mind when it comes to the things that you want to get done if you're talking about how hard it's going to be if you're talking about how it's probably not going to work out or you're talking about how oh this person's probably not going to show up Take committed action, text that person, address, is this even true, this insecurity, this fear, is this true? Do I have proof? If you don't have proof and it's not really true, then what is it really going on that is keeping you from following through and just getting it done? Because it's not just about the things that we do, you know, it's about the person that we're being while we're doing it, you know, because if you're going to get done all these things that are amazing, But the whole time you're getting it done, you're pissed off, mad, angry, resentful, annoyed, then what, what's it all for? What's the point? You got to find positivity and you got to find a way to enjoy the journey because I promise you, you will not have a unhappy journey to a happy destination. 
You know, say whatever goal it is long-term that you have or whatever it is you want to create in your life. If you cannot find joy in the process right now, in this process of creating it, you're not going to find joy in the final destination of it. And, and by the way, there really isn't any type of final place of arrival. Everything is a journey. Everything is evolving. Everything is continuously going. And so also don't, don't think that all of a sudden you're going to get happy once you have something. Once you get something, once you do something, it's not all of a sudden happiness is going to arrive to you on a silver platter. No, you get to create that happiness now because when you create that happiness, you're bringing that happiness to whatever experience you're having in your life. You're not waiting for that experience to provide you the happiness. You're showing up with your own set of happiness with your own joy. And that comes from alignment. That comes from you being aligned with your actions and the things that you want to do, believe, feel, see, touch. (sighs) How good would it feel if you did everything that you wanted to do, that your heart desired to do? Not Not the human pleasure side, not the going to get drunk or going to smoke weed because it's easier than thinking about all the things I haven't completed. Because guys, I've been there where I get home from work and I was so stressed out, so like exhausted. So I give, I gave everything away and had nothing left for myself that I just didn't, I just wanted to feel something good. And the only way I knew how to feel something good was through substances. This was in 2014 when I was, I was working for AT&T and I, I would get home from work and I, right away, I'd, I'd roll a joint, I'd pour a big, huge goblet of wine and I'd sit on my patio and I would decompress because I didn't know how to decompress any other way. And so if that's you right now, know that there are other ways to decompress. Know that working out will freaking save your mind. Not going to save your life because you can continue on living without working out, but it'll save your mind. Being able to work out and have that release has been the biggest game changer for me. And also, I had to walk away from that job. That was a six-figure job. And I chose to walk away because my mental happiness was worth more to me than any dollar. Than any dollar. And so no, if you're staying in a job right now that you hate but it's because you feel like you have to do it in order to make money. That's not necessarily true. How could you slowly transition out of that to doing something you really like? Or how could you just change your perspective on the job? So then all of a sudden you're showing up with some happiness and joy. Like, was there a point where you really liked the job that you have? And why? What it is? What did you like about it? And why has that changed? Has it you that's changed? Is it actually like there's certain people there? Is it actually, you know, what what's going on? You got to ask yourself this. And a lot of the times people won't slow down long enough to identify the solution. They just want to dwell on the problem. And if you're just dwelling on the problem, you're not going to get anywhere quickly because that's not going to, if you're just dwelling on the problem, that's going to help aid in the procrastination that you're experiencing as a people-pleasing perfectionist. <laughs> and if you don't identify as a people-pleasing perfectionist, that's okay. That's who I'm talking about myself right now. <laughs> that's, I, I always joke, I'm a recovering perfectionist. I'm a recovering people-pleaser. Um, and so it's fun. It's kind of fun now to kind of like joke about it and identify when it's coming back up and when it starts to show itself in my life again, because it's recovering. It doesn't mean that it just went away. There's a lot of times where I'll find myself saying yes to people simply because it's hard to say no. And so I have to catch myself in those moments of, wait a minute, 
Do I actually, is this actually a priority? Can I actually schedule this next week instead of trying to squeeze it in this week to please that other person? I'm allowed to be busy and I'm allowed to say this, there's a time, you know? And so even things like that, like would get to me because I wanted to be supportive and aid and be there 100% for everybody else. But sometimes doing that takes away from how you're showing up and able to be there for yourself. You get what I'm saying? You see, you feel me? You feel me? So wherever you are in your life right now, whatever it is that you're experiencing, the things that are bringing you joy, the things that are bringing you pain, the things that are bringing you annoyance, ask yourself if you are being a people pleaser or if you're being a perfectionist in this. You know, are you waiting to start something until everything is perfect? Because, ooh, things will never be perfect. It's just you taking committed action through small acts of bravery or not. It's you putting yourself out there and taking a risk and doing whatever it takes to get it done or not. It's you showing up and saying, I am so worthy of creating the dream life that I want to create, or I'm so worthy of getting projects done that I told myself I'm going to get done or not. It's always a choice. And that's like this crazy thing about life is there's, you you can always choose not to do something. And normally the payoff of not doing it is being super comfortable and not having to stretch. But say you do get that thing done that you've been wanting to do. And maybe it's not even that it's hard. It's just time consuming. You're not willing to put the time into it. You'll be so filled with gratitude and excitement and pride when you get that done. And what doesn't the payoff of gratitude, excitement, and pride sound way better than comfort? Maybe not. Maybe not for you. Maybe comfort does sound better. Think about the times where your adrenaline has just like spiked and you've just been so filled with like, oh my God, this is so fun. Or right after you worked out and all of a sudden you're just like giggling and happy, like those post endorphins. You have the ability to create those endorphins in your life. And when you create those endorphins, you're going to feel happy and you're going to bring this happiness and this high energy and this high vibe to your job, to your family, to your friends. You're going to have that with you. So you have this like glow about you that you're bringing with you, not showing up to someone else and saying, hey, give me some of your glow. Give me some of your vibe. Give me some of your happiness because I'm out. No, sorry. It's your job to create your happiness. And I'm going to help you do that. I got your back. I love you guys. You're listening to Joyfully You podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. This is Joyfully You. And I hope that you have an amazing, joyful week. Catch you guys on the next episode. This episode of Joyfully You is brought to you by Impact Bars. Impact Bars helps empower women and communities through really yummy and delicious probiotic and energy bars. And so check it out. If you want to try them for yourself, if you go to the website, use KLO20 for 20% off. I got you, girl. (laughs) Guys, if you enjoyed this episode of Joyfully You podcast, please write a review share. If, if you are listening to this the whole time, thinking about someone that would really benefit from this, send it to them. Spread the love. 